your official at work station, North Shore 1049, WBOQ Gloucester. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1 800 370 1049. That's 1 800 370 1049. John Paul, the car doctor. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on. FM 1049. Look, I have to I have to remember where I am. It's North Shore 1049. I all I have to do is look around and I'm in the studio today. Kevin's laughing hysterically at me. <laughs> good morning, John. Good morning. Uh yeah, it's you know what I guess the difference, you know, that's been the music that I've used doing radio for uh, however long I've been doing it, 25 years now. So it brings me back to wherever I start and I have to remember I have to keep looking at things and figure out what the right what the right call letters are? Well, and, and you've got new call letters, new call letters. So it's it's going to take a little. It's going to take a little while, and I'm and you know my wife's in the studio here holding my hand, so I'm not nervous, and she'll tell me I'm a slow learner. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's, so it's well, it's, it's great to have you here uh, in our studios in North Beverly. It, it's great, it's great to be here, and uh, you know I I don't know that I'm going to come to the studio very often, but I am going to do the car doctor program every Saturday from ten to eleven, and hopefully answer people's car questions and try to. Inform them about a bunch of different things as it relates to automobiles. Um, things I don't talk about: politics and religion. Mm-hmm. Try to okay. Don't do that. Right, but good. anything else automotive, uh, I'll try to talk about that as sure. much as I can. And I understand I, you like to keep moving. You know, different locations. Different, each, different each locations. Different locations. Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, you were in Foxborough, uh, your Gillette Stadium, where you said there was some football team or something. There's, some, there's there. somebody who does something at Gillette. Uh, actually, last weekend when we were there, they were actually playing soccer <laughs> and looking out the window at 9 o'clock in the morning, it was pretty chilly and there were people already tailgating, getting ready for soccer. But but here today, we're here to talk about cars. We are in the, the North Shore 104.9 studios and uh, we have a guest with us. We do. Uh, well, kind of with us on the phone. Yep. And he is Mike Quincy and he's from Consumer Reports and Consumer Reports you know, people look at Consumer Reports all the time, and uh, the April issue is out, and it's the best and worst cars and trucks. Mike, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program. Good morning. How are you guys today? We're doing just great today, and, you know, I have your most recent edition, and I actually saw one of the uh, um, webinars you guys did about uh, your uh, top picks for cars and trucks and uh, like everybody else you guys are in every form of uh, media whether it's uh, electronic or but i think most people know about consumer reports from the magazine well yeah that's that's definitely a a fair assessment uh, consumer reports has been in business so to speak since 1936 and and we uh, we definitely built a pretty good magazine audience but then as technology evolves and we got in, we got our own website, which was a big deal. Trust me, I worked with a, a bunch of magazine people, and and so to to actually you know dip their toe into electronic media was was a was a was a big step for them. Uh, but now uh, we're also, uh, as you mentioned, uh, expanding our our focus to do podcasts. We you're probably talking about the Talking Cars podcast that we shoot at our track, and uh, and I get to be a guest on there every once in a while, and and, and they also let me go on cool radio stations so um I'm, it's, life is good well i hope when you say cool radio stations you meant here of course okay all right just, well, just 104.9 make, yeah just making sure go. just making go. sure yeah uh, but no it is it you know a lot of people certainly live and die by the uh, the april edition when they're thinking about car shopping as as spring is coming around and they and they make sure they they grab the magazine and look and see where you know their picks are it's kind of interesting sometimes people do get sort of focused in you know, I'm I'm going to look at something, and you you try to give people advice, and sometimes they listen, and sometimes they don't. But it is it is always great to have that. And what I want to do is just kind of go over some of your your magazine's top picks and kind of kind of why you did them. And I think the SUV category um, that was one that was one I think maybe even caught some people by surprise. Well, sure. I mean, when when you, you talk about consumer reports and top picks. Uh, you know, just just to give a, a little background, uh, when when we put out our top picks, we're looking at the at the vehicles 
that, that really top our road test ratings. We're also looking at models that do well with Consumer Reports uh, predictive reliability and odor satisfaction surveys. And we also require that any vehicle to be a top pick has to have lots of standard safety features, including forward collision warning with automatic emergency braking with pedestrian detection. So it's not like any manufacturer can just kind of waltz in here and, and, and take a, a, a spot in our, in our top picks pantheon. Mm, absolutely. And it is, it is one of those things that, you know, some people years back and Way back when, uh, the uh, Auto Lab uh, was, as I recall, was run by a guy by the name of David Champion. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. David Champion used to be my boss. Great guy. And uh, he was once referred to as, or, or your group was referred to as a band of white-coated toaster testers. <laughs> and and he actually he actually got, had a picture done of him and and some of the some of the staff at like the start finish line with a bunch of toasters and they're all in white coats and he sort of embraced that but you guys are you guys are really serious when you get down to testing vehicles yeah we we I mean we all grew up reading all the the buff books I mean car and driver road and track motor trend. Uh, I got my first uh, car writing job working for David E. Davis at Automobile Magazine. And, and when I came to Consumer Reports way back in, I guess it's 1993, um, I, I didn't know what to expect. But honestly, we are the only uh, automotive publication that has our own test track. We have 327 acres out here in, in, in the wilds of Connecticut. We buy every test car that we, that we test. We don't, we don't take freebies. We don't go on fancy trips. Uh, last year, we spent about $2 million uh, buying test cars. We put about 900,000 miles a year on our test cars. Um, so we, we really try to be thorough and, and have, a, have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, it, it really is. When you have that sort of, I guess, freedom to go out and buy the vehicle and then really spend time in it. I You know, I'll spend a week in a test car and... Let's face it, the first two days, every every new car is nice. And then as you start to grow and live with it, you start to find, well, there's some things that could be better or in some cases probably can even be worse. Uh, but but the more time you spend with them, that's what's great that you guys are able to buy the cars, use them. You know, a, a, friend, a friend of mine who's been writing about cars for years for a bunch of different publications, he said, I can't tell you about a car until I've taken it to the grocery store. Then I get a then I get a better feel for it because I, I I know what it's going to be like to back out of a parking space. I know what it's going to be like to open the doors and see how long the doors are compared to how narrow the parking spaces are. And I need to know when I put my bags down, are they going to roll around in the back of the car or not? And and I think a lot of that you're able to do that so much better than everybody else because you actually own the cars and you have them there for as long as you need them. So I, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. I mean I, I I'm a car guy as you as you imagine, mm. and often people say. Well, what do you drive? What do you own? And I, and I, the funny thing is, I don't even actually own a car. I drive all of the test cars, uh, every day. My, my colleagues and I swap them in and out every day. And, and we all ha are from a variety of backgrounds. Some of us have really small kids. Some of us have older kids. Um, some of us have, have, have no kids. Uh, some people that I work with are six foot three. Some people I work with are about five feet tall. Mm. So you get a whole wide range of perspectives. And as you mentioned, living with a car day to day, and that truly is the best way to assess like the usability of a car. Yeah, ab absolutely. And, and you guys do kind of go even a little bit further. Uh, one of your coworkers, uh, Kelly Funkhauser, she, um, you know, she looks at how Electronics integrate into the car. So, you know, how does my Android work with with uh, um, the apps inside the car? How does Apple CarPlay work? Which ones work? Which ones are more distracting? And and I knew her old boss from uh, when she when she worked looking at distracted driver studies with uh, David Strayer. And just the idea that you guys kind of build that into all of it just makes a, makes again for a more thorough review. I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm. years ago, you know, the, the big things about cars were, you know, does it start? How does it run? And, 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 and nowadays, the, the real, the, the, the hardcore mechanics, um, the analog parts of cars work pretty well. Yeah. So, so we're definitely shifting more focus 
about how to integrate the driver and the passenger with all the various electronics. I mean, um, you know, the, dis- despite the fact that we have all these new safety features, pedestrian deaths are way up, and mm. that could be because drivers aren't paying attention to what's in front of them. They're looking down at the dashboard, and they're adjusting the radio, the climate system, and the, and the systems in, in many modern cars these days are so complicated that the drivers can't focus on what's most the most important thing, and that's actually just driving the car. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And and like you pointed out, you know, you, you're kind of looking, you're waiting, and, you know, a lot of those studies show that even with voice command systems, you push the button, and especially if it's not a system that reacts quickly, your your brain shuts off for up to 26 seconds waiting for something to happen, and, um, you know, there's a lot that happens in 26 seconds at 60 miles an hour, so. Right, and you, yep. you actually began the segment talking to me about the, the, the SUVs in our top pick seg, seg, uh, are part of, of the April issue. And, and one of our top picks is the Kia Telluride. And one of the reasons that we like this SUV so much is that the controls are super simple. I mean, it takes all of about 20 seconds to figure out how to adjust the radio, how to adjust the climate system, uh, where the cruise control buttons are, uh, how to turn on uh, the, the lane departure warning system. All that stuff mm. is so clearly labeled out, it makes us wonder why don't other manufacturers make their controls as simple as Kia and Hyundai? Yeah, and and I, you know, you look at Kia and Hyundai, and although they're competitors, they're at some point owned by the same company. But I, I like both the Telluride and the Palisade, but I like the Telluride because it has a so much simple shift, simpler shifter. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it really is. So Kia Telluride in that category um that was a winner it, it was a winner it, this is a, a our top pick for a mid-sized three-row suv um it, it is it is not often that a a new vehicle comes comes into the marketplace that completely blows us away and the telluride uh not only topped our list but the topped a lot of other publications list as well it does so many things well it, it hauls people comfortably uh, it has lots of room inside, three-row seating, a smooth, powerful uh, V6, about 21 miles per gallon overall in Consumer Reports testing, which isn't bad for this size vehicle. Mm. But but the day-to-day livability of the Telluride, I think, is so superb that when people are talking to me, and as, as you you know, you get you get questions all the time from friends and neighbors and whatnot. What car should I buy? If they're young families, we need an SUV. I'm recommending the Telluride to anyone who who's got a pair of ears. Yeah. No, it it really is. It's really an amazing vehicle. And in the compact pickup truck category, um, you guys picked the Honda Ridgeline, and uh, you, I I think it's a a fabulous truck that drives like a Honda Pilot. It's it's a great truck. I noticed you stayed away from the little bit of pressure, probably to go with the uh, Jeep Gladiator, which everybody sort of seemed to fall in love with. But eh, I still like the Ridgeline. Yeah, the, the Gladiator uh, is an interesting truck. It's it's you know it's kind of a Jeep and it's kind of a truck and it's kind of a convertible. It's kind of a little bit of everything. Uh, what, what what holds the Jeep back mostly is it it just it simply doesn't perform as well on a day to day basis as the Ridgeline. Right. The Gladiator's ride is rougher. It's noisier, and but the Achilles heel for the Jeep is is the reliability. Mm. It doesn't have nearly as good reliability as the Honda Ridgeline. Yeah, absolutely. And then over in the sports car category, a car that never, that I haven't been in, a car that got so much attention, the Toyota Supra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a, I have a 20-year-old son who is, uh, is living at home right now and commuting to college. And, and he, maybe he's gotten kind of jaded or, or, you know, used to me bringing home all these different models. It's rare when he'll actually step away from his computer and come out and look at a car that I brought home. And the Supra is one of those cars. This was um, a, a joint venture between Toyota and BMW. And I think a lot of you know sports car purists and certainly BMW snobs were very skeptical of how this was going to work out. And and that they both companies brought a lot to the table. Toyota did their own kind of tuning to the suspension, and and the Supra's handling is amazing. It is spot on. They got this car right. It's powerful. It is fun to drive. Twenty seven miles per gallon overall in Consumer Reports testing, um, and and it totally deserves to be a top pick for our sports car category. Yeah, it really is. I think if I had to have one 
nit to pick, I guess, if you want to say what the Super was. I like to drive with the windows down, and with the windows down, it there's a lot of, at certain times, there's a lot of buffeting inside the cabin, which I found annoying, but other times it wasn't there, and I couldn't quite figure it out, and I'm sure that some engineer way smarter than me is going to figure it out and go, oh, yeah, we need to, when we put the windows down, we need to tilt the rear glass open or something to try oh, to... Wait, are, yeah. are, you know, what I would say is just to make sure that the, the passenger side window is also down. Yep. The, air is, the air is pounding into the cabin. Right. And it has to get have a way to get yeah. out. Yeah. And and so with, with both windows cracked, that usually will help to, to yeah. deal with the buffeting. Yeah, but, but what a fabulous car, and I had the you know, the Subaru STI folks chasing it down, wanting to take a look at it. I had young kids. Uh, I was I, I took it to a car show one day, a small car show, uh, and there was like 13 and 14-year-old kids that were surrounding it because they heard so much about it. And they heard about it sort of in ways that kids learn about stuff in video games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, I think that, that that is also true for my son. Uh, and, and this is the kind of vehicle that manufacturers have to... To produce to get younger people into. I mean, there's all this noise about about younger people not caring about cars. They're putting off getting their driver's license, and um, th- this is this is a vehicle that's going to going to attract them. Now, listen, it's not cheap. It's you know, it starts about fifty thousand right. dollars, which which isn't easy for a younger person to afford. But I'm, I'm glad that the younger folks are getting excited over this car. Yeah, really, and and the uh, sort of uh, state bird of Vermont, the Subaru Forester. Um, yeah, I, I never see so many foresters until I go to Vermont, and they seem to be on every street corner. Uh, all, Subaru, Subaru, great car, lots of safety tech in the Forester. Yeah, and and, and standard safety tech, yep. and, that, and this is one of the things that Subaru is doing really well. Uh, Subaru took our advice uh, a few years ago by when we said we want to see you know standard forward collision warning, automatic emergency braking on every vehicle, every trim line. You shouldn't have to jump through hoops to get safety, and Subaru has definitely responded with that. Uh, one of the things that that makes the Subaru so good and a really kind of cross generational kind of vehicle is that it's easy to get in and out of mm. the, the access, the hip height seats, uh, the big windows that, that have good visibility. Um, is is one of the things that that we like about the Forester. So you're finding that you're recommending it to, to young families as well as like you have, if you have older parents that that still want to drive, that need a car. Uh, we are always saying check out the Subaru because because of the great access and visibility. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. It's not it's not an SUV that you'd have to jump up into. Um, the The front seats are a kind of kitchen chair, straight up and down. Uh, easy to swing in and out of. Uh, as I'm getting older, I appreciate that more and more. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that it's one of those vehicles that it is just great to be in and great to be around. Um, Mike, can you stay with us through a break and uh, talk about maybe some of the cars that didn't do quite as well? Of course, love to. All right. Uh, we're talking with Mike Quincy of Consumer Reports. And, um, well, I have to I have to ask one question. Is it Quincy or Quincy? <laughs> I can tell you're a Bostonian. <laughs> Actually, it's Quincy, but Quincy. I get the whole Quincy thing. <laughs> Mike, stay right there. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. Keep it local radio. We'll be right back. driver who loves your car but can't find a mechanic? Or maybe you own a Range Rover and have to wait weeks for maintenance. If you own an Audi, Porsche, or any European car, you know you need a European automotive specialist. The kind of professionals you'll find at Specialized Auto in Essex. With 23 years in the business and a proven track record in sales and service, Specialized Auto can maintain and repair your car with fast turnaround and at lesser expense. European cars are special. They need Specialized Auto of Essex. Call them today at 978-768-1121 for Specialized Auto of Essex. Eric, what a Friday. I can't wait till Monday, but on Sunday, we have Mark Friedman. I know, host of Dollars and Cents and president of Friedman Financial. With two E's and a D. He's going to be live in studio Sunday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., taking listener questions and calls and providing financial guidance in the wake of this recent market fatality caused by the coronavirus. And he's going to join us Monday morning at 745 as he's going to give us financial advice in a language that we can understand. Join us Monday morning and have a great weekend. Erica and Donnie in the morning on North Shore 1049. 
weather is changing, but the commitment stays the same. Hello, I'm Jill, membership consultant here at the Beverly Athletic Club. I'm committed to you having the best fitness experience possible, from introducing you to our trainers, showing our childcare facilities, telling you about our classes and services, to finding the right membership plan for your needs. I want you to call the BAC your home, so stop by and say hello and find out why the Beverly Athletic Club has been voted best fitness club year after year. Your community, your club, beverlyathletic.com. Hi, I'm Carling Audette, owner and manager of Village Restaurant on Main Street in Essex, Massachusetts. For over 60 years, Village Restaurant has been the go-to spot for fried clams. But we're more than just clams. We're filet mignon, fresh-made pasta, locally sourced ingredients, and a plethora of gluten-free options. Our online reviews mention our super-friendly staff, cornbread that is to die for, one of the best cheeseburgers anywhere, award-winning clam chowder, and a heavenly seafood pie. Find us at WeDigClams.com. That's hashtag WeDigClams. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's time for some straight talk. It's tax refund time, and the big wireless companies play a game where they lure you in with a phone deal that locks you into a pricey contract. Don't play. With Straight Talk Wireless, get a Samsung Galaxy A10e for just 99 bucks, all on America's best networks for up to half the cost. No contract. Make that tax time money win all year long. Straight Talk Wireless only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Well, I saved my pennies and I saved my dimes. Giddy up, giddy up, four nines. For I knew there and would be a time. And welcome back to the Paragon program on North Shore 104.9 where we try to keep it local and well, we also try to hang around and visit things and learn things and that's what the car doctor program is all about we'll try to help you with your car repair problems your car repair picks well can you pick a car repair sometimes uh we'll try to help you with that uh for if you've never heard the program before i like to call it a second opinion show it's where i'm not going to teach how to rebuild an engine I am going to tell you whether you need to do it or not. So we'll try to help you with that, too. And But right now we have Mike Quincy on the phone with us from Consumer Reports. And Consumer Reports, well, you know, they always they always list their best. But there are some that maybe fall into the worst category. And, uh, Mike, thanks for hanging on through the break. Yeah, some cars don't do perfectly, do they? No, no. There are models in Consumer Reports testing that... Uh, that definitely have some bumps, and not only actually, even not even fr- only from our testing, but from our our reliability and owner satisfaction mm. surveys as well. Uh, Consumer Reports has millions of subscribers, and we send out surveys every year asking people, "How's your car holding up? You have any problems with it over the last twelve months?" and if you had to buy it all over again, would you? And and so we have we have our list of the most and least satisfying cars in the April issue of Consumer Reports. Yeah, and I think that is that's the key answer to somebody, uh, or you know, is it would you do it all over again? And I don't care whether it's you know your job, your marriage, you know who who knows what it is. You know, would you do it all over again? And you said your wife is right next yeah, to you she right is, now, right? She is. She is, and she just gave me a really yeah, good, dirty good luck look. with that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been married for a long time. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, so you know, some of the the most satisfying, um, you know, some of those were like the uh, the Hyundai Elantra or the Kia Soul uh, fell into the most satisfying category. Yeah, and this, these are models that are that are both under twenty five thousand dollars. So you don't have to spend a ton to get a vehicle that other people are saying, you know, I really like it. And and the the Hyundai Elantra GT is fun to drive. It's real practical. The Kia Soul, it's is much like the the Subaru Forester that we talked about before. It's an upright vehicle, easy to get in and out of, good fuel economy, uh, and, and and so it's it's easy to see why people like those. But what's interesting to me, I think, is that even when you spend a lot of money and you you go with it with a typically good, say Japanese brand, mm-hmm. you'll find some of those on our least satisfying list, and that's including the Lexus LS is the least satisfying high-end sedan. Well, um, Our Consumer Reports members are also not big fans of the Infiniti Q50, mm. Infiniti QX50, 
the Infinity QX60. So there's definitely people say, oh, Consumer Reports, you guys and your and your readers just like Japanese cars. Not true. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember years ago that was that was always sort of the sentiment, and it was it was sort of interesting. But now you're right. Your readers really they're part of the the voting here, and I have to wonder whether sometimes it's the tech that's in the car that people don't road test the tech enough to see whether they like it. They buy the car and they find out that, like you said, there are some things that are just frustrating in some cars that that make the whole experience not very good. Well, yeah, I, I could see that 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 would that argument would definitely apply to the to the Lexus LS. However. The Mercedes-Benz S-Class is among the most satisfying premium sedans, and that vehicle is filled with tech, mm. filled with complicated controls. So it, it isn't just as easy to say, well, you're an old person and you have a lot of money and you can't understand your car, so you don't like it. So, you know, that, that doesn't apply to the, to the Mercedes S-Class. Yeah, yeah, which tells you that, you know, something there is, you know... Something there isn't like the other thing. So you're, you're right. You kind of look through it. Yeah, some of the other ones that, you know, you kind of look at and you scratch your head, it's like uh, Honda CRV, great vehicle. Honda HRV, not so good. Right, right. Yeah, yeah j- just because it's, it's, it's from the, a manufacturer that you normally uh, would trust, it doesn't, it's not a shoe in that it's going to be great. One of my favorite ones on this uh, most and least satisfying list is the Alfa Romeo Giulia. It, it shows up as the most satisfying. But it has absolutely abysmal uh, predictive reliability. Now, that, that, that to me is kind of an interesting juxtaposition. Mm. People are saying, they're, they're telling us, they're honest. They're saying, you know, my car has a lot of problems. But I still really, really like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 is true. And I used to always say that about uh, people that own Saabs. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd go in, you'd go into say a Volvo dealership, and there'd be some Volvos on the lift to get into service. And you go into a Saab dealership, and it was always full. Mm-hmm. And but people love their Saabs. Yeah, and I and I am one of those. I was I was very sad when when Saab went out of business. I was I was very sad when <clears throat> when General Motors. Bought Saab and then basically starved it for product. Um, they, car, Saabs were always kind of fun for me. They were different. They weren't run of the mill, uh, but they weren't as 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 die as, as drop dead reliable mm. as, as the best Toyotas. And and, and I, I got the appeal. And but it, and so I'm I'm sad that Saab isn't with us anymore. Yeah, every time I get in a Saab is still when I go to sit in one, and you know maybe it's. You know, however old now, ten or twelve years old, and you still sit in it, and you go, you know, there's a lot of things they did right in this car. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable, it handles well, the controls are generally well laid out, and you kind of wonder. Um, you, you're right. You know, GM GM kind of looked at all of that and said, you know, what can we, what can we take away? And I think when they put the sort of generic GM V6 engine in a Saab, things things went downhill from there. Right, and when they rebranded a Subaru as a Saab, and they just took away the essence of what made that car company so interesting, and and, and what created such such loyal uh, owners. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of hard to find that that kind of quirky personality these days. Yeah, no, no, you're you're right, and I think even worse is when they rebadged the whatever it was the. Trailblazer is a sob. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that that did not work out yeah. well. Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, you know. Speaking of kind of quirky personalities, a little bit. One of your top picks was the Tesla Model Three, right? And that is a car that has phenomenal performance, great range, um, and it it is really starting to appeal more than just the uh, early adopters of electric cars. It is, it is a vehicle that people, uh, people just drive. Yeah, the, the Tesla Model 3 is, is, the, is kind of the, the sole reason why um, uh, any, any kind of, there's any kind of numbers related to electric car sales. Because electric car sales generally make up like less than 2% of the market. But the Tesla Model 3, with its, with its introductory price of about 35000 um, it, it is has got a, a relatively large appeal. It did very well in Consumer Reports tests. It has wicked acceleration. It has excellent handling, good steering feedback. 
uh, it has a, a massive touch screen uh, that's kind of like an iPod, iPad on wheels. Mm. Um, and, and we're looking at, you know, but between 250 and 330 miles of range, depending on the version you get, depending on how cold it is outside and all that stuff. But, um, you know, you, you got to hand it to Tesla and, and their owners because uh, the, the Model 3 certainly has a following. It, it really does. And, and I, I will admit I have kind of mixed feelings about that gigantic touchscreen. Me too. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. Put a couple knobs and buttons in. But Oh, yeah. No, yeah. And, 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 the whole, and the whole Tesla cult is, is it, you can't really talk to tesla people i mean it's it's you mentioned before about not talking about religion or politics mm. when you bring up tesla it's the same thing <laughs> yeah it 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 really it really is and 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 not too far from where i am right now is is a guy who has who's created a youtube channel about rebuilding teslas and uh kind of interesting yeah he can you know even though he has a couple of them now that he's bought from you know, Copart auctions and things. Uh, Rick Re- Rick rebuilds. I think is his YouTube channel. Uh, you know, he can't even call Tesla up and get a lug nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to be a challenge for your future Tesla owners. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So, you know, as we as we look, you know, look through the list, and we and like you said, you mentioned the percentage of electric cars and kind of where they are in the market today. You know, less than two percent, although. You know, in California, I think that number's up to 10, maybe, or something, because of so many electric cars in California. Um, yeah, I, you know, I people ask me, where do you think electric cars are going to go? And I, and I kind of still go to the idea that in the future, I think maybe, you know, I don't know when the future is really going to be, but maybe a uh, gasoline car is going to be as rare as a car with a stick shift these days. It, it could be. I mean, it, there's certainly, there's no denying that there's, there's a future for electric cars. Um, the, the 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 challenges facing any any you know any manufacturer are are getting the right infrastructure for charging are getting you know better range are getting better cold weather performance um, and there are some European cities that are talking about banning internal combustion engines in their cities in the near future so so there has to be alternatives um, listen give give Tesla credit for mm. at least shaking up the industry. Um, but other manufacturers have not had as much success selling electric cars. In fact, Honda just uh, announced that their all-electric Clarity is, is, is going to cease production. Uh, Chevrolet walked away from, from their Volt, which was you know, a, a, a hybrid gas electric mm. thing. Um, I, 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 the, the, the numbers, the sales numbers really just aren't there for the mainstream. Right. And you kind of wonder where Honda is, you know, their plug-in hybrid, I guess, is doing okay. On the other hand, I've never seen a commercial for a Clarity. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to invest in these things, you might as well spend some money, you know, marketing and put it, put, putting, putting money behind it to try to, to drum up sales. And, and it, it just seems like you wonder if some of the manufacturers are kind of going into this, you know, with, with only like a partial effort. Hmm. Yeah, no, no, you're right, and 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 then you look at Volkswagen. I mean, as much as you, you know, Volkswagen had to get away from their diesels and all that whole stuff, but they're they're, I don't know, can they be any more uh, positive about electric vehicles? Uh, they had to do something yeah. to change their. Uh, their perception of their image but but you know when we talk about the future and it's going to be this that and the other thing you know let's just go right back to consumer reports top pick of in the 25 to thirty-five thousand dollar category the, the toyota prius i mean the prius has been around for for about 20 years toyota has stuck with this technology this is a gas electric hybrid there's there's no plugging in although they do have a plug-in uh version of the prius which uh, delivered about 50 miles per gallon overall in Consumer Reports testing. But listen, the Prius is probably the best way, dollar for dollar, to stretch your fuel economy uh, uh, numbers to, to drive fairly green, to have a longer cruising range than, than most of the electrics. And, and with all of this complicated technology, I mean, you've got electric motors, you've got battery packs, you've got a gas engine. The Toyota Prius has incredible predictive reliability. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, you, you've got you've to tip your hat to Toyota for sticking with this technology, not giving up even when sales weren't great. And, and right now, when, when you say, you know, I have a Prius, people know exactly what kind of car you have. You're you're absolutely right, and and one of those things with the Prius is it was a it was a vehicle that when you looked at it, 
you kind of went, oh, it's a, it's a small car, but realistically, put the seats down as the hatchback, it has a ton of room inside of it, becomes really useful. And I think, you know, the Gen 2 and Gen 3 Priuses, great used car values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, they, they are among our, our top picks for used cars as well as new cars. Yep. Uh, I, I need to mention that we, when we Consumer Reports did test the plug-in version, uh, we got about 22 and a half miles of, of uh, all-electric power only, which I, I think the, the average... Uh, Amer- the average commuting distance for America is about 20 miles or yep, so. Yep. So, so if if you have if you worked for, for a place that had plug-in capabilities, you could essentially drive your plug-in Prius on all electric power, both to and from work. Yeah, no, it's it's a pretty incredible vehicle. Before we let you go, I have to I have to know one thing. I understand you're quite the cocktail mixologist. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know these well, things? It's, uh, you know, you just find these things out sometimes. So, <laughs> so uh, what would be uh, what would be a good Saturday night cocktail? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I have been a big fan recently of this Italian liqueur called Campari. Okay. Uh, Campari is most famous known for, for its for its Negroni, which is gin and sweet vermouth and Campari. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm really liking the bourbon version of the Negroni. It's called the Boulevardier. And it's about equal parts bourbon, uh, Campari, and sweet vermouth. And um, you, you mix it up real cold, uh, serve it straight up with a with a with a um, an orange uh, rind uh, uh, orange twist. It is incredibly satisfying and will warm the coddles of your soul. There we there we go there we go. So we learned about uh, we learned about uh, a great cocktail and the best and worst picks from Consumer Reports. The uh, the auto issue is out right now. The April 2020 auto issue is out right now. Check it out at your newsstands. And Mike, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday and joining us up here in Beverly. Cars and cocktails every week, guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Mike Quincy. Quincy. Not Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, Quincy. Like the old TV show. Not the city. Not the city. Exactly. We need to take another break. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. We'll be right back. Don't put mercury in the trash. Don't put mercury in the trash. Fluorescent lamps. Fluorescent lamps. Thermometers. Thermometers. Thermostats, thermostats, button batteries, button batteries. These could all contain mercury, so let's dispose of them properly. Don't put mercury in the trash. Don't put mercury in the trash. Know your products with mercury, so you can dispose of them properly. Mercury is harmful to human health and the environment. To learn what products in your home may contain mercury and where to safely dispose of them, please contact your local Board of Health or Department of Public Works or visit keepmercuryfromrising.org. Brought to you by Wheelabrator Technologies, the people who convert your trash into clean, renewable electricity. Know your products with mercury so you can dispose of them properly. The Ultimate 70 Show comes to Lynn Auditorium Thursday, April 30th with Poco, Your Prairie League, and Orleans. It's the Ultimate 70s Tour Thursday, April 30th at Lynn Auditorium, Your Prairie League, Poco, and Orleans. Get your tickets today for the Ultimate 70s Thursday, April 30th at the Lynn Auditorium tickets at lynnauditorium.com. Buying or selling a home? Maria Salzillo of J. Barrett Realty can help. Maria Salzillo has been a licensed agent for over 30 years. Her valuable insight and dedication provides her clients with the finest personal service and professional representation. Maria knows the greater North Shore area. She focuses on the specific needs of those buying or selling a home. If you've been considering buying or selling a home, give Maria a call today. 508-527-6910. That's 508-527-6910. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! 
Auto Parts. It's time for some straight talk. It's tax refund time, and the big wireless companies play a game where they lure you in with a phone deal that locks you into a pricey contract. Don't play. With Straight Talk Wireless, get a Samsung Galaxy A10e for just 99 bucks, all in America's best networks for up to half the cost. No contract. Make that tax time money win all year long. Straight Talk Wireless only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Resenthal. The weekend is here. The weather is looking excellent. Here is North Shore. 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Sunshine today. Breezy, although the winds will die this afternoon. Temps about 54. Clear and cold overnight, 25. Tomorrow, sunny, colder, 43. And Monday, lots of sun, low 40s. Next chance of showers, not until Tuesday. Forecast being brought to you by John J. Walsh Insurance Agency with locations in Salem and Rockport. For all your home, auto, and business insurance needs, offering competitive rates, so call for a quote, 978-745-3300. For local, North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Resenthal. Have you heard the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and Lincolns was setting the pace? That story is true, I'm here to say I was driving that Model A. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program. Our phone number is 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. That's how you get through. Just like, it's it's almost easy enough for me to remember. I know I'll probably, I'll probably make a mistake somewhere along the line. So it, far, so good. So far, so good. And that voice is our producer, Kevin, today. And I understand you're gonna you're you guys are switching off. It's like you one week and then Andy another week, and is that's right. That's right. Andy will be in this chair uh, next Saturday. Next Saturday, so wow. we're gonna alternate back and forth. Well, so all right. you'll have fun with both of us. All right. Well, good. Well, good. That's always that's always good to know. So uh, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to all of this. So our phone number again eight hundred three seventy ten forty nine, and we'll uh, we'll talk about cars. You know. And I, I even wrote down the phone number so I wouldn't forget what it was. So, <laughs> just to just to make sure, um, Toyota just expanded a recall of its vehicles with faulty fuel pumps and ordered dealers to stop selling newer models because the failure can stall the engine and increase the risk of a crash. Uh, the the uh, low pressure fuel pump inside the fuel tank can fail and should be replaced. Warning lights may alert the driver and the engine may run rougher and stall vehicles may not restart. Toyota told dealers of Lexus and Toyota models. The recall uh, includes about a million point eight vehicles. The initial recall back in January covered about 700,000 vehicles, uh, but expanded the recall. Um, so if you own a 2018 and 19 ES350, if you own a 2018-19 GS300 or 350, if you own a 2014 ISF, which is the little kind of hot rod version, if you own the big LS460, if you own the uh, 2018 and 2019 LS500 or 500H, which is a hybrid, uh, well, your car's been recalled. And... Some of the Toyotas that are affected, the 4Runner for 2014 and 15, Avalon, Camry for 18 and 19, Corolla for 18 and 19, the Toyota FJ Cruiser, which was a, which was kind of a limited production run. I really kind of liked it, though. It was a little bit awkward to drive because it had a really short windshield, and you might have had a little trouble seeing where you were going. Our phone number again, 800-370-1049. Let's talk to Robert in Tingsboro. Robert. Good morning, John. I'm glad to hear you again. Well, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm closer to you now, too, so look at that. Yes, you are. Yeah, plus FM frequency so much better. It yeah. you know, won't fade out in the truck. Yeah, there, you, there you go. And, and oh, you, yeah. know, I, you know, I, the only problem is I think AM made up for a lot of my uh, issues. I could, <laughs> I could blame a lot of problems on AM, but I can't now. You got to step up the game. Yeah, like I said, I just wanted to wish you good luck, and uh, I had to go back and Listen to your podcast to catch up. Well, uh, you know, well, Well, thank you for that. But no, I, I, you know, even in between here, when I had a little two week hiatus, I tried to put a couple of podcasts up so people that looked at a regular basis could could uh, tune in and 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 listen on the podcast. But the uh, and we're going to do the same thing that we record the show here and it ends up on uh, North Shore 104.9's podcast site. But also, I'll have it on my podcast site as well, and people can find it all over the place. So, uh, Robert, thanks for calling in. 
Yeah, like I say, last week I caught in the podcast. Yeah, two before that, and then there was some interview you were getting uh, radio personality. I watched that one as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah, congratulations uh, and uh, smart move by the station. <laughs> well, okay. I hope that I hope the boss is listening. <laughs> so do I. All right, uh, all right. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Well, we are going to do a little trivia. Um, here's the here's the problem is. I kind of left the trivia prizes at work, yeah. and I can't go to work. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I can go to work, but I've been advised because we have um, mobile capability now with all that's going on with Corona and all that uh, to stay out of the office. We need to go into the office. I, uh, the problem is I may never go back. <laughs> you know, when they say it's time to go back, I'm I like, oh, they expect you know, to go back I, I'll stay right where I am. It makes it a whole lot easier to do that. So, uh, but uh, but we are going to, uh, my wife is saying, no, it's, you'll have to go someplace. You know, you might not have to go to work, but you'll have to go somewhere. But we'll come up, we'll come up with something. Uh, Kevin keeps saying, I handed him a couple little bottles of uh, of hand sanitizer when I came in because they're, they're kind of as, as a, kind of at a bit of a shortage around and uh, Kevin said you ought to just give away a bottle of hand sanitizer probably sell it on eBay for a thousand dollars or something but it's a little tiny two ounce bottle it's kind of it's kind of like you'd put on your keychain or or bring to the airport with you something like that so it is uh it's a it's a it's a handy handy little thing to have but uh, we might we'll, we'll see if we can do something we'll take a book off my coffee table or something we'll come up we'll come up with something for a trivia prize so um, and we'll just kind of go from there. But our phone number again is 800-370-1049. Oh, oh, you know, he's listening online. Cause why don't we talk to Mike from Bridgewater? Michael, good morning. Good morning, John. It, it truly is great to, to hear you back on the, on the air. So thank, thanks oh. to the station you for doing this. I appreciate it. Well, you know, I don't know what I would do with my Saturday mornings, I guess. So, uh, and even though it's a little bit later than I normally would, the station here was kind enough to say if I want to do most of the programs from home or someplace else, uh, go ahead and do it as long as the quality sounds okay. So, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm kind of done at the end of the day, it's, uh, at the end of the program, it's about the same time it would be anyway. So it just lets me, uh, have a, have a little extra time in the morning and and still be able to do this and have fun and talk to people and you know that's kind of why I do it. Yep, and I and I truly appreciate it. It's something that I've looked forward to over the years on Saturday morning, so I appreciate that as well. Well, thank you. May, may I ask? May, may I ask you a question? Absolutely. Um, a while back, you talked about remote starters, and you know I think it was at Randolph. That, mm-hmm. You know you, yep. you do that. Can you tell me with with remote starters? If you add one on, can they program? The car's original key fob, or do you have to have a different key fob for the, um, you know, for the uh, remote starter? In it, other words, can they integrate the original factory key fob? It depends on the car and what provisions were made in the car, kind of when the car was made. For instance, you can, um, you know, there may be a we'll, we'll pick uh, a Honda CRV because we're going to talk about one later, um, but the Honda CRV. In its premium model, had has its a factory remote start. In its base model, it doesn't. But all the stuff is there, so they could find a way to be able to do something like that. In most cases, what most places will do, they'll give you a little tiny key fob, and they're just like, you know what, this is this is easier and cheaper. Sometimes what happens is the next step is they take away your key fob, they give you one back that looks just like yours, only has an extra button on it to start the car. So um, I don't like the idea of having two key fobs. If I was going to do it, I would probably try to find a way to integrate uh, one key fob into the car, but it really depends on the car, depends if it has push-button start or not, so it can vary based on the based on the vehicle and the technology that's in the vehicle and how easy it is to make it all work. Yeah, you know, it's that's exactly why I call it, because I'm on similar mind that 
I would not want another fob. It's enough having the one in the pocket, never mind, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's something, obviously, you could call and ask them. Is yeah. that something that yeah. you could do? Yeah, and, and uh, where, where you're local, um, you know, Auto Toys in Randolph, a great little shop down there. Talk to Dave down there and, and just ask him ask him what he's got. And, and you know, it's it's kind of a funny thing about that. It's, it's I think it really depends on how much money you want to spend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Well, listen, gee, that little key fob wasn't that bad after yeah, all. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, for for two forty nine, you can get a remote start that's got a little key fob, and for you know, and I'm making up the number, you know, six ninety nine. You know, you can start your car with your phone. You know, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I hadn't thought of that yeah. too as well. Yeah, yeah. Right, John, I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. And again, um, uh, it's great to hear you. I'm so glad that you're back on. And, you know, given all the situation, I'm still going to wish you, this, uh, you know, what's going on. I wish you a, a, an early happy St. Patty's Day. So. Well, thank, well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right. Yeah, I will go drink some green beer somewhere. All right. Take care. We need to take another break. Pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on North Shore 1049. We'll be right back. driver who loves your car but can't find a mechanic? Or maybe you own a Range Rover and have to wait weeks for maintenance. If you own an Audi, Porsche, or any European car, you know you need a European automotive specialist. The kind of professionals you'll find at Specialized Auto in Essex. With 23 years in the business and a proven track record in sales and service, Specialized Auto can maintain and repair your car with fast turnaround and at lesser expense. European cars are special. They need Specialized Auto of Essex. Call them today at 978-768-1121 for Specialized Auto of Essex. If you like pina coladas, get one. Spilled your pina colada? Uh. Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And is two times more absorbent than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to getting caught in the rain. The quicker picker up. It's Sullivan Tire's 65th St. Patrick's Sale event. The biggest and best one ever. Instant savings on quality brand name tires for all size cars, SUVs, and light trucks. We're adding to the savings with our Yokohama Buy 3, Get the 4th Tire free sale. And get $100 off installation when you buy any four Michelin or Goodyear tires. Special 65th St. Patrick's Day savings deals now through March 31st. See SullivanTire.com. This is Paul Sullivan. Happy St. Patrick's Day from all of us at Sullivan Tire and Auto Service. Discover the University of New England. UNE is elevating you because we help students launch great careers. Astonishing you because here you'll learn through hands-on experiences. Daring you because UNE students study around the globe. Inspiring you online and on three beautiful campuses in coastal Biddeford and Portland, Maine and Tangier, Morocco. The University of New England. Visit une.edu. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. I uh, heard Paul Sullivan's voice there. And Sullivan Tire wishing us all a happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day to you too, Mr. Sullivan. Uh, I, years and years ago, I worked for Sullivan Tire. So I promised I would do trivia. We'll still do trivia. Um, in the movie Wayne's World, what was the featured car? In the movie Wayne's World, what was the featured car? If you know the answer, give us a call at 800-370-1049. In the movie Wayne's World, what was the featured car? If you know the answer, 1-800-370-1049. So we'll wait wait and see how many smart people watch dumb movies, which maybe that's what that really is. But um, And talk to Kevin. Be nice to Kevin when you talk to him. Yep. Uh, Want to talk about the car that got me around a little bit? That was the Honda CRV, the 2020 Honda CRV. Uh, when it comes to compact SUV, certainly one of the top picks has always been the Honda CRV, and for 2020, that doesn't change. The updated Honda uh, CRV is powered by a 1.5 liter turbocharged four cylinder engine powering all four wheels through a continually variable automatic transmission. It comes in four trim levels LX, EX, EXL, and Touring models. Our road test was in the top of the line Touring model. Some people felt that the uh, that the uh, he does he does should we put him on the air and let him talk to us yeah all right well 
We'll finish this in a minute. Stay tuned for the rest of the review. Let's talk to Peter because I know he's a busy guy. And and uh, I don't know that, he, you know, Peter Peter's a regular listener. So, Peter, good morning. Uh, good morning, John, in your new home. Well, thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the North Shore. I, I, yeah, yeah there's, there's a whole lot to learn about up on the North Shore here, even how to pronounce oh. North. You know. <laughs> well, we'll help you with well, that. Well, help, you'll help me, yeah. Yes. yes. So well, uh, so you think you know the answer, do you? I think I know the answer, John. All right, uh, go ahead. It's, it's an AMC pacer. <laughs> it is. It, it, it yeah. only seems fair that an Edsel guy would know a pacer somehow. But. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think the pacer was a little more uh, successful than the Edsel, though. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, AMC had all the issues like the Ford did with the Edsel, that's for sure. Yeah. You know? No, and, and sort of what, I mean, the, the pacer, for as weird as it was... It was pretty interesting. You could get it with a four cylinder, a six cylinder, or a V eight engine, right? Which made right. it which made it pretty unique. And the passenger door was, I think, what three or four inches bigger than the driver's door, so it made it easier to get in and out of the back seat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I guess they wanted the Wankel engine, and that wasn't ready for prime time. Yeah. If it ever was ready for prime time. Yeah. No, it, it's it's you know, and there's there's talk that the Wankel engine's coming back somewhere. I I'm still waiting to see. Ooh, it, but I hope they get a better gasket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there, there's uh, uh, there there's a lot of there's a lot of technology on the horizon coming out. I was talking to uh, uh, somebody just the other day, and we were talking about new technology in automobiles. And there is a company now that is that has developed a engine that has no camshaft. Um, it has valves still. It uh, fuel is direct injected into the vehicle. It has minimal moving parts, and apparently, it has great performance in a really small package. So, you know, have to wait and see what happens. But yeah, the idea that the uh, the lowly pacer was supposed to have a rotary engine—that's why none of the engines really look like they fit well under the hood. No, they they were kind of uh, awkward position yeah. there, and and the problem was, I guess they they were hotter than hell inside yeah. in yeah. the summer. Yeah. Well, it was it was a big it was a big goldfish bowl. So absolutely. So you were sitting in a big fish bowl all the time. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to send you for winning trivia, (laughs) and I don't know how I don't know how I'm going to send it to you yet. No, no. I could always use a AAA membership, John. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do about that. I just got to remember to go back to the office and get one. So (laughs) I hope they remember your name. Well, yeah. Yeah, I probably should go soon. You know, right, before yes. they before they forget who I am, but right, yeah, we'll right, we'll exactly. uh, we'll we'll take we'll take care of something. So you know, we'll we'll put you back on hold. Kevin will get your name and address down, and we'll uh, we'll we'll get it out to you. Okay. John, okay. Again, congratulations, and it's good to hear you back. Well, well, thank you, thank uh-huh. you very much. Well, we'll You're Kevin welcome. do that. I'll finish up a car review, and then I think we're out of time. We're, 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 we're getting close. We're, I think we're running, out, we're running out of time, so I'll, let, I'll do that. And uh, the interior of the CRV, nicely appointed, uh, better quality materials are used throughout, probably because it was top-of-the-line model. The controls are generally well thought out, with the exception of the radio channel selection. It could put a tuning knob in. Come on, don't make me have to touch the screen and take my eyes off the road. The rear seats easily accommodate two long-legged adults and three at least for a short trip. Safety is addressed with a full complement of airbags, lane departure, blind spot warning. Additionally, our uh, test model had intelligent cruise control, which offers some semi-autonomous features. Visibility is quite good with only minor blind spots. There's plenty of 12-volt and USB power points. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay offer seamless integration with most mobile phones. Cargo area is impressive. Uh, 40 cubic feet with the seats up, 75 cubic feet with the seats folded. Like many vehicles today, the CRV has push button start, um, and you can wave your foot under the rear bumper to open the rear hatch. Hat. Handy when your arms are full of grocery bags or carrying piles of toilet paper or whatever people are doing these days. On the road, the 1.5 liter turbocharged engine uh, develops 190 horsepower and uh, it gives you pretty good performance, and a lot of people are a little bit afraid of the 1.5-liter turbo because originally it had some issues with uh, oil contamination. That seems to have all been repaired now. So bottom line is the CRV by Honda continues to be one of the best compact SUVs. Honda managed to combine good fuel economy, compact size, spacious, comfortable interior. It doesn't excel in every category, but the sum of its parts makes it a winner. Base price about twenty-five grand. 5 five-star crash tests. 
EPA fuel mileage, 27 city, 32 highway. I got right around 30 with it all the time, so pretty good car. We are slowly running out of time. Boy, here. did that go by fast. It did. It did. Wow. It did. I, I, I didn't even get to talk to you. you no, know, we, we didn't. Got, we no. got to find well, out we, more we about had, you. We had, we, had got, a, we had a good a good roster of callers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, boy, can. people love you, John. Do they? It seems like it. Well, I some... haven't had any haters calling you. Get that guy off the air. I hate him. Well... So far, that could change. You know, everything's subject to change. So well, it's, again, uh, thank but, you for coming here this well, morning. Well, no, it, it was it was great. I, I want to do this every once in a while, at least because you know sure. I don't want I don't want them I don't want anybody to forget my name up here either. Like you know, so I can get in the door. Well, so. particularly in, in the summertime, you could come up to the North Shore and have some great seafood. Go to the beach. Go to Gloucester. Go to yeah. Cape Ann. I mean, I know you have that on the South Shore. I know. Yeah, and, I know. And, I know. And, I know. And, and, I ha- and I have a little cottage on the Cape. Oh God, here yeah. we go. Now I got to yeah. compete with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> It was good to see you. And I get to stay in bed late. So. Well, that's yeah, the other yeah, bonus. Yeah, so is, I guess I got a sell job on my hands. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. Hey, we got to get going. It's 11 o'clock. Uh, thank you for listening to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, and be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.